Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. Welcome to this podcast episode. Welcome back to the podcast if you're a regular listener and welcome to the podcast if this is your first time listening. In this episode, we are going to be talking about your business income. We're going to be looking at the different ways that you can track think about and talk about your business income. So I'm going to be going through what's the difference between cash income, sales, revenue, profit, and booked income. These are all, well, most of them are actually slightly different things. And I think it's really important. It's actually incredibly important to understand the difference between each of these things for yourself when you are tracking your own business money, sales, income so that you know what's going on and you are able to effectively manage the cash flow of your business and make effective decisions in your business based on those numbers. But not only that, so that you also know what you're listening to when you hear other people talk about their income as well. Because it's very easy for people to mislead you based on the way they talk about their income if you don't understand these differences. And I realized it wasn't until I would say last year that it really hit home for me the way that 90, like 95 or 99%, I'm going to say, of um, business owners talk about their income online and and how it was actually such a different picture to what I realized. And I just didn't fully realize it until I knew, you know, more people that I heard talking about their income and I knew the behind the scenes of that income. And I realized like, oh, that's what they're doing. And I can now see these people through the past where I've seen them talk about their income, that they did the exact same thing in hindsight, because I'm, I, I, I see what their business model is. I can understand that. But at the time I didn't realize. And so I thought it was a totally different picture. Like I was, I was just comparing myself to something completely different. So I want us to talk about that because I think, yeah, it's really important for you to understand for yourself. And then it's also just very helpful to know for when you see other people talking about their income figures and you can have a greater understanding of what they actually mean because they could be referring to any of these different ways of tracking, categorizing income that we're about to go through in this episode. And I'm making this episode um, 
right now because I did a post on this on my Instagram last week and it was extremely popular. It was, it was one of my most popular posts and I had been sitting on this post like literally for over six months. I'd been sitting on this for a really long time uh, since um, since I was having the that revelation really land with me about how everyone was sharing their income and, and knowing the behind the scenes of some people sharing their income. And I felt very, very passionate that people should understand this and people should know this, um, but it took a long time for it to come out uh, in a way that wasn't just finger pointing. Um, and so I wanted to create an episode, um, on it for you guys. Cause I think this is just going to be really helpful to have here on the podcast. All right. So let's talk about all the different ways that you can, um, track your income. And what I'm going to do after I share this is tell you how I track my income and which of these things we go through I just actually don't look at and it and is completely irrelevant to me. So the first thing, the first way you can track your income and look at your income is via sales, how much you sold in a month. So we're going to, for the sake of just how maybe me explaining this, we're going to, we're going to talk about this as if monthly income, right? So imagine you're looking at your monthly income and talking about your monthly income. Um, and people sometimes do this also like per day, per week, per year. Um, but we, we're just going to, I'm just going to use monthly and you can translate it to any of those different time periods. So sales, how much you sold, Now, this is not necessarily how much money came into your bank account if you offer payment plans, essentially, if you offer broken up ways of people to pay you. So, for example, I could sell, say in one month, I sold five people into a $10,000 coaching package. So, you could say based on that, I sold 50K, right? But let's say three of those people are paying on a 2K per month payment plan. So three are paying on a 2K per month payment plan and two paid up front. So so from the two that paid up front, I got 20K into my bank account. And then for the, the three that are on a 2K per month payment plan, I got $6,000 in that first month that I made the sale. Um, So so actually what came in in cash into my account for that month was $26,000. So, but I sold, I did 50K in sales because I sold five people into a 10K package, but actually not all of the money came in in that month, right? The rest of the money is actually going to come in over the next five months based on a 2K per month payment plan. So you can see I sold 50K, but that's actually my income spread over. Like in terms of cash coming into my account, that's going to be my income spread over five months. So this is essentially how people mislead you online with income figures. And you like 
So many people do this. Like the vast, vast majority of people are doing this when they're telling you income figures. And one way to, well, actually, no, I'll hold that, hold the suspense. I'm going to share with you as we go through how you can, how you can very easily discern whether people are sharing sales figures or whether they're sharing what they actually made. Because if someone made, so say someone did a launch for a program that's over six months and they, you know, that's, that's the main sole thing they do over that six months. If they, they might've sold like the full sales amount in one month, but actually that's their entire income for six months. But people will share that, oh, they had a whatever K month, 50 K month, Um, but actually that 50K is getting spread over six months and it's for work they're doing over six months, right? So that's very often the case when people are sharing sales figures. Oh, I had my first 20K month. I mean, with with lower sales numbers, I think it's more likely to be cash, um, but you can pretty easily tell um, if you have a bit of an idea of someone's business model anyway. All right, so the next... Um, income uh, term that we're going to look at is revenue. So what is revenue? It could depend slightly depending whether you do accrual counting or cash counting. accounting. Most people that are listening to this are going to be doing cash accounting. You don't need to be doing accrual accounting. Um, In which case your revenue is the cash amount. It's how much cash money came into your account or also got paid to you in cash for that month in your business. So in the example above um, that we did with sales above, it's not really appropriate for a podcast. Uh, In that example, we just looked at with the five people on the 10K coaching package, the revenue that I made for that month was actually $26,000 because that's how much money I got paid or the business got paid. The business got paid $26,000. So the revenue is how much the business got paid that month and regardless of expenses. So revenue's got nothing to do with expenses. It's just how much you made in cash that came in. Our next term that we're going to look at is profit. Profit is your revenue minus expenses. So if you, so let's say I had that month of having $26,000 cash get paid to the business from the, the sales that I made. And my business had $2,000 in expenses that went out that month. So we had $26,000 coming in, $2,000 going out in expenses, and that leaves us with $24,000 profit. So that is technically what profit is. That is the profit you are going to submit at tax time that you will be taxed on. That is technically profit. Now you personally can um, track 
your your own profit however you want to, really, but that is your technical profit on paper. And what need, what then comes out of that profit, so that was the income that came in, revenue that came in, minus expenses, then with that profit, that's what is technically your profit, the $24,000, that's what you pay tax out of. So tax doesn't come under expenses in terms of technically. Um, Tax comes out of your profit and you paying yourself also comes out of your profit. Depending slightly on the business structure that you have set up. So in terms of Australian business structures, if you're a sole trader, then and I'm pretty sure a partnership as well, you paying yourself is all comes out of profit. It's it's not counted as an expense in terms of what you submit at tax time and what's going to be in your bookkeeping. In your personal tracking, you can look at things a little bit differently if you want, but technically speaking, um, in terms of what will be in your bookkeeping that you submit, you, uh, you pay yourself and you pay tax out of the profit. And then you have what's left over, which is kind of in real terms what your profit is. But in technical terms, your profit is all that amount. That's your revenue minus expenses. If you have a company structure or um, uh, like a trust, I think a trust structure actually works much like the individual structure, but say a company structure or, you know, you're in a different country where you've got a different kind of structure. it can depend. Some of your income might you might take as a salary, which then would be an expense, and your profit is, and so then your you know your profit is outside of that expense. Um, and you might do a mixture of both. So if you had a company in Australia, you might do a mixture of drawing a salary if you work in the business, and you might pay yourself a dividend, and you will mix between the two based on what's more advantageous for you financially. And that's something that you would work out with your accountant. So that's, that's what profit technically is. Now, profit in terms of in very real terms, like the cash money you have left over after you have paid your expenses, paid your tax and paid yourself, like the literal cash left over in your business, if there is any, that you, you can track that as profit yourself if you want to. It's just not the profit you're going to declare at tax time. So that can be something you do in your own individual money tracking or maybe that you have set up through your bank accounts, <clears throat> which is the way that I personally um, create profit for myself in my business. I use the profit first system, which is also what I teach in my money course, money queen. I get everyone to set up their business finances this way. And what you do is you take, you take money out and put it of your expenses account and put it into a profit account. And then that is, that's the money you've taken out as profit because, and everything else is going to continue to be in your expenses account available for reinvesting and spending on your business or for paying yourself or for tax. But so you've got that cash that you've literally put aside to be your profit. And that's in, in very real terms, that's what your profit is. So you can technically 
record your profit however you um, however you want to. All right. So the next um, the next element of income that we're going to look at. Sorry, I'm just going to be distracted because my cleaner is dropping off my washing and uh, making hand gestures at me through the window. All right. So our next income type we're looking at is booked income. How much income do you have booked to come in? All right. So you can um, so let's go back actually to that example we had at the beginning with the 26K that came in in cash, but we had done 50K in sales. So booked income is how much income you have booked coming in in the subsequent months. So I record this. This is something that I, I very heavily use for my business planning and cash flow management is knowing, okay, so based on the payment plans uh, that I currently have people on or the contracts that I currently have people on, this is how much is due to come in. in. So say we're in January, this is how much is due to come in in February. This is how much is due to come in in March. This is due how much is due to come in in April because I have payment plans that go over 12 months because I have a program that goes over 12 months. I often have up to 12 months ahead of booked income in in all the months ahead. And so by having that as something that I record and keep track of, I can see what's due to come in in every month for the rest of the year. I find that extremely helpful. And so that is booked income. That is income that is booked to come in. It's not guaranteed to come in. Someone could default on their payment plan, need to make a change, break a contract, anything like that but it's how much is due to come in in the subsequent months in your business. So in our example, we had we made 26K cash in that first month and then we had, so we had three people on payment plans paying $2,000 a month for the next, the subsequent four months, which gives us $6,000 a month over the next four months for that income stream of coaching. Uh, so that is the booked income. That's $6,000 a month for the next however many months, right? So then our final category that, uh, that I just wanted to cover is cash. And so as you might have kind of put together, cash is typically this going to be the same as revenue. If you're doing cash accounting, it's the same as revenue. And one way that you can know people are sharing their cash figures online is that they say cash. When someone says just they made this much, that's when there is a chance they're talking about sales and not cash. And those sales that could be money due to come in over any time period. And also that might not come in depending on what it is they're selling or not necessarily, I guess. But if people default or pull out or break contracts, not all of that money is going to come in. So it's actually also, it's not, it's not actually how much they've made. It's, it's a potential of how much they could make over the next X amount of time should everything still continue to come through. So cash cash is literally how much you made, how much hit your bank account, and 
um, in, in a given month. So just because we're using, we're talking monthly just for the sake of this podcast. How many literal dollars came into your bank account? I think this is the most accurate and transparent way for people to share their income because it is truly what they made that month. You know, they if they say I say I had someone pull out of that coaching, that would actually be I would have made 10k less. I would have actually made 40k if someone pulled out of that coaching um assuming I refunded the entire amount. So as you can see when someone shares their sales amounts, is it's a potential amount. It's much more accurate to share your cash figures. Now, what, what do I do? What do I think is helpful? Well, I think the only helpful thing to track, um, especially as far as my business is concerned and most businesses that I work with is cash and booked income. It is of zero relevance to me how much I made in sales in a month that like that that does nothing to that does nothing in terms of helping me plan my business helping me plan my business um, cash flow helping me plan what I'm running helping me plan what things I've got going on it's I've got no relevance I have never in my life of however many years I've been in business now maybe eight years, I have never tracked my sales. I I couldn't even tell you what my highest sales month has been, like what my biggest month has been. So, uh, so in comparison to a lot, like 95, 99% of the people that share their sales figures online, I don't even know what my equivalent figure would be to those because I don't ever calculate a total sales. It just it's meaningless. It means nothing. It's just going to maybe give you a bit of an ego boost. Like it literally means nothing. What is relevant to me in my business is how much money came in or is coming in this month and how much is due to come in the following months. And like, when do I have programs booked that would possibly, hopefully be bringing in more sales and more money and just see that laid out in front of me. And that's what I use my abundance planner and tracker for. So I, my abundance planner and tracker, if you don't know, this is my money planning and tracking system that I developed years ago that has, you know, just created massive change for me. And that so many people in my audience use and use diligently and use ongoingly to transform their financial reality. And I continue to use it to this day. And this, this is how I manage my business income is through my, uh, through the abundance planner and tracker. Um, and it's something that I get everyone set up in on in my course, Money Queen, where everyone gets set up on the Abundance Planner and Tracker and the Profit First system and how to set up their bank accounts to best work with both of those things together so they can really effectively manage their money, save more money, but also create financial stability. Can you imagine? I'm looking at my desk as I'm doing this, as I'm like imagining it mapped forward. Can you imagine seeing all the months of the year, how much is due to come in every month, when you've got programs running in each of those months, how, and so where there could be sales, cash injections, um, should you 
you know, successfully sell whatever it is that you're selling at those times. And you can just see and it, and you've got clarity and it makes sense. And that, that is just such a key to be, to be able to effectively grow your business is just to have that level of clarity and all that's relevant is cash and booked income. So what, what's coming in every single month? That's, that's what matters. Not how much you made in sales. Like that, if I tracked, if I did things in terms of sales, firstly, it would give me no useful information at all. It would, it's just completely useless information. But if I imagine my sales in terms of sales months, it would swing. It would literally go like zero, 20K, $50, maybe some of my ebook sales, um, zero, probably, well, probably not zero because I have an ebook, um, and like 50K, $100, 80K, you know, it would just be all over the place and it would be just completely not relevant to anything. So I hope this has been helpful for me to go through these different um, different ways of tracking and thinking about income. Oh, I know what I want to talk about before we finish. Profit. Okay. So in terms of technically your profit, all right, I want to talk about what I look at here, what matters. I'm actually not thoroughly concerned with profit. Uh, I think I will more and more be concerned with profit as my business grows. I have wanted to reinvest a lot of money back into my business up until this point, but I have for the past, yeah, I actually don't know how long. Let's just say year and a half, maybe two years. Diligently taken, yeah, probably more like two years. Um, taken out profit consistently. Okay. So in terms of the technical profit figure that I shared first, which is strictly your business income minus your business expenses. And for me and the structure of my business that then out of that profit, I pay myself and I pay tax. I actually don't look at that figure. That's not, that's not very relevant to me. It, it doesn't really matter. Like I, I use my abundance planner and tracker and my uh, accounts, my business accounts that I have and the profit first system of how I, uh, what's the word? Um, how I distribute the, the income that comes into the business. That's how I manage the business money and make sure I've got uh, money aside for tax, money for paying myself and profit. So that is where I take out profit so that I have profit kind of piling up in my profit account. And I technically um, distribute myself a profit distribution once every quarter. Although I actually haven't done it the last few quarters because I've want, been wanting to build up more savings in my business. And so this is something that I explain in Money Queen how to do this, how this works. It's actually very simple if it's sounding complicated. In terms of that technical profit, so that's kind of, that's my cash profit. That's my real like cash extra that I have for being a business owner that my business has generated after paying me and after tax and after expenses. In terms of that, that technical profit, 
I only look at that to approximate how much I'm going to be paying in tax. So I look at that um, just to get an idea of like how much is my total profit, like this technical profit going to be for the year because that's how much I'm going to pay tax on. So how much tax am I going to pay on that amount? And you know, and then I can make sure the amount I'm putting aside each month is pro- appropriate. I look in my tax account and I go, is is my tax account looking like it's, you know, going to have enough at tax time to cover that? If it's not, I might need to kind of put some extra allocations into my tax account. Uh, if it is, I might be like, cool, that's totally sweet. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. So I, I have a vague idea of it for that, but it's not something I look at every month. It's not something I track Um, my bookkeeper that does my bookkeeping. So she sends me my monthly profit and loss each month. Now that I have a bookkeeper, obviously I used to do that myself. Well, not obviously, but I did used to do that myself. And I still don't even really look at the profit, honestly. And, you know, I just had my largest cash month in my business in January last month. And, uh, we had, we, I, the business had $30,000 come in cash, which was pretty cool. And my, uh, my bookkeepers, when she sent me the profit and loss, she said to me in the email, amazing profit this month, like well done. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, I mean, yeah, but I'm actually, I'm about to reinvest a lot of that back into my business. So it looks like a profit this month, but actually, you know, next month is going to be negative because, um, I'm using a lot of that to finish paying for the, my, my coaching that I receive. I want to finish paying for it upfront because it's, it's very significantly cheaper. And, uh, so I'm going to be using a lot of the money for that. And, you know, I'm, like that's that's money that's still in my operational expenses uh, bank account and what I am going to be using for operational expenses. I will take some of it out for profit, but it's just, you know, it just, it's just really of no relevance for me to go, oh, you know, look at that profit this month. Well, that's, you know, that's, I'm actually going to reinvest a lot of that back into the business. Um <clears throat> So I do, but I do at the end of the year, when I do my a full year review, I look at what was the technical profit for the business. And I just make sure I just track that so that I can track that year on year of like what, of what that profit is. But otherwise it's not really relevant to me because I'm going to be paying tax out of it. I'm going to be paying myself out of it. What's much more relevant is the cash money I've got left over from all my business dealings that I, as the business owner, can spend, can use, can do whatever I want with. And that's what's in the profit account. So that's, you know, that's profit. You can technically, yeah, track your profit however you want to, but, um, but, but there is specifically a definition of what your profit is that will be your profit in your bookkeeping and what you submit for tax. So I hope this episode has been helpful. I hope this has provided some enlightenment around these different, I don't know what to call them, types of income. And and even though you might have already known actually a lot of this or had a sense of it, maybe just me going through it has brought more clarity 
to it for you and brought more clarity so that when you hear other people talk about their income figures, you've just got a bit more of an idea of what they could be talking about. And if you know this person just did a launch for their program and you know their business model is just to to run, you know, this program for the next three months until they launch it again, then you can be pretty sure if they didn't say cash that it was a sales figure, right? So that's how you can, if you've got an understanding of someone's business model, you can build a bit of an understanding of what they mean with what they share. Because I tell you what, like so often when some people, when people say like, oh, I had a hundred K month, like, you know, I used to think, whoa, what the fuck, man, a hundred K month. That's just wild, you know? And then I, I really learned this through experience of seeing people I knew and knowing them really well and, um, and realizing, oh, that could just be, that's just, you know, a sales figure. It could be a sales figure. It's likely a sales figure. And actually that person's income or main, in, main income over the next however long, it's not, you know, a hundred, it's not actually a hundred K month in what I would call a hundred K month. So some things to be aware of, things to just know for yourself and also just very helpful things for you in your own tracking for your business. That's obviously the most important thing here. I wouldn't probably create a whole episode just to um, call out people who share sales figures as to giving the implication that they could repeat that number the next month when they totally couldn't because that's that's not how their business, you know, that's not actually how their business is structured. Um, but yeah, the much more important thing is how this helps you understand your own numbers in your business, what your revenue is, what your profit is. You know, a lot of people get very obsessed with revenue and how much money they've made without understanding, well, depending what your expense, like your revenue. Well, so again, Okay, we, we talk in revenue pretty much most of the time in the online world when we share income figures, but, but you know, you don't know what someone's expenses are. Does someone run Facebook ads? Does someone have a big team? You know, that, that they could have high expenses in comparison to their revenue or to bring in that amount of revenue. You don't know. You just don't know. You just never know. So never compare yourself to anyone online. That's like, that's the moral of the story. You never know. Okay. Um, and what matters is that you take care of your numbers. And if you take care of your numbers, your numbers will take care of you. I can guarantee that. And if you want to understand your numbers better, if you want to have a really clear way that you manage your business finances and your personal finances and an incredible tool to be able to do both of those things, then I really encourage you to check out my course, Money Queen. I'm just about to be running another live round of the course, which is very exciting. I'm going to be structuring it a little bit differently this time so I can give you more coaching and training as we go through the course. So if you're interested in that, I'm going to put a link 
for the wait list in the description of this episode. Definitely get on the wait list. I only run this live once a year maximum and it's possible I won't run it live again next year, although I would really like to. Um, so it, it could be 12 months until I run it again next. And if you're listening to this episode, just at a totally different time to when I've recorded it, then Money Queen is now available evergreen. So I have, because I only run it once a year and I literally do not have time to run it more times than that with the other programs I run in the year as well, I have made it finally, yay, available evergreen. So you can you can get this course and go through this course at any time. So I'm really excited to be sharing that with you and that, you know, I've made that happen for you. So the, I will put the link to that um, also in the episode description and you can find all of this on my website, um, go.alexisharvey.com, which is also going to be in the description for this episode. And while you're waiting for Money Queen, I really encourage you to check out my book, Make Money Want You, if you haven't already. If you are dying to make money doing what you love, doing what lights you up, if you're, if you're dying to have more financial stability in that, if you're already doing that, if you're dying to just take it to the next level in every capacity, then I really recommend that you check out my book, Make Money Want You. It's an absolute must. It's only $7 and it's ready for you to download immediately upon purchasing. In this book, I share with you the five wealth principles, well, the five, five, five wealth principles that will enable you to prosper and thrive doing what you love. Um, and since getting the money piece right will make, it will, like I'm just being real, it will make or break your business, you know, whether you get a handle on the money piece, your money mindset, and also your money management. The biggest reason that businesses fail is because of cash flow. So really knowing your numbers and knowing money is an absolute foundation to doing the work you love and shining your light in the world. So I really recommend go and get this book. You can read it all in one sitting. It's only 72 pages. It is amazing. <laughs> and uh, if you haven't read it already, I recommend it. And if you've bought it and you haven't read it already, I literally want you to like put in your calendar right now when you're going to read it. Do not leave this thing in your inbox. Make sure you read this book. All right, that's enough from me. I hope this episode has served you and been really useful and valuable to you. And I will see you in the next episode. 